0: Welcome to Holistic Living with Connie and Leona. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing all about minimalism. It's such a big and scary word, but what is minimalism and where did it start? So it's actually a trend in visual arts that started in 1950s post-World War II so it's primarily um, in visual arts in sculpture and painting. And today, it's actually becoming a trend in social media mm-hmm. <laughs> and everywhere in the world. And it's also becoming a lifestyle. So, Connie, what is minimalism for us? For you, specifically.
1: Okay. So for me, minimalism, when I hear the word, Minimalism, I think common ideas are the being frugal or simple. Um, mm-hmm. to, sometimes uh, minimalists are, you know, the people look at them and, and think that they are miserable, they are no fun, <laughs> because, because they have very limited um, number of things, possessions, and mm-hmm. they look at the world differently. It's but I think it's more than the aesthetics. It's good that you mentioned the history because I really Mm -hmm. had no idea that it started as it started from from arts from from the visual. Is it like, a a visual design? Yes, I think
0: it's more of Mm. aesthetics, like in Mm. sculpture and painting. Mm -hmm. So it's like minimal painting and Uh, design. It's more. Yes, Uh I think so.
1: So I think uh, in, in this age, it's more than aesthetics. It's mm-hmm. perfectly, um, it's, it's more than, you know, Marie Kondo's perfectly organized clothes and stuff. <laughs> uh, in furnitures, it's, I think it's making the most of what you have. And if you listen to the minimalists, they actually define minimalism as a lifestyle or tool that can help one find freedom. Freedom from, from fear, freedom for worry guilt or overwhelm so how about how about that you leona what's what's minimalism
0: for you that's great so um i'm not sure where to start because <laughs> i started, started in, in, yeah. in visuals so uh-huh. um minimalism i i thought it was like more of the looks like how mm-hmm. you're home look how your wardrobe or your closet looks like how your kitchen looks like you know it's a minimalist design or something like that but the more i research about it and the the more i'm incorporating it in my lifestyle the more i realize that it's about intentionality with what you own or what you possess Mm -hmm. then how it looks (laughs) because you know with instagram it's all about oh the perfect white cabinets the perfect (laughs) white sofa and i don't have a white sofa so that was the first thing i'm like do i need to buy a sofa or beige something lighter because everything looks like that in social media when i look for a minimalist home so it's not about
1: aesthetics at all minimalist scandinavian Interior right, <laughs> with a that's perfectly what... placed plant <laughs> on this side. Yeah.
0: So what? What got us into minimalism for you?
1: Well, if you listen to our um, previous podcast episode, I had money problems, and I think that is that—that's how I. I TV. Hello. <laughs> Sorry. It's Excuse okay. my son. No.
0: He's, he's right there, So
1: It's fine. <laughs> I wanted to say his name, but yeah. So I, I wanted to be private. So I think um, for me, it's because I had money problems and I, I, I did talk about how I found The Minimalists on Netflix when my boyfriend mm-hmm. it in the background. I kind of listened to it. And then, yeah, I mentioned that I had that void. I felt like uh, it was more than the money problems. Uh, I thought I thought I was living in a world where you know what people mostly care about their status, money, salary, cars, houses, brands. Um, I was living in a comfortable life. I was able to to buy anything and go everywhere I want to, but I was still very unhappy overall. And mm. just so happened that I I. Um, I watched. I I heard them talk about
0: their lives and their, lives and, their lives. and I'm so glad you did because that's yeah. where my whole journey started too. Mm-hmm. So, like for me, um, I think Mary Kondo started gaining popularity last year, more so than in the previous years. Um, and <laughs> oh, sorry about hi dogs, dogs. <laughs> hi dogs i wasn't sure how to react but anyway yeah, uh,
1: yeah today. for today
0: <laughs> um, and so i started watching yeah and i think i mentioned that on the last episode too and then after watching Mary Kondo um i have, watched like, a show she does on, on Netflix yes she does like where oh, she helps no. people declutter their homes so she oh. every episode she goes to um, a different home and yeah th- she just basically helps them go through the process of decluttering whether Let it's mm, yes no. so and no. sparkly, sparking joy like where Bye. you find Bye. yes Bye. If it's so Sparks so Joy, about that. you keep
1: it. Yeah, I remember.
0: Yeah, so it, it was about that. And then um, I watched the Minimalism no documentary on that? Netflix as well. And so I'm sorry, my son is on earth that's no, <laughs> It's fine. But yeah, and then I got slightly influenced by Courtney Carver. And I know you've read her book. No but i <laughs> but i actually am kind of drawn to her because of her project 333 where you only choose like 33 pieces of items for a season for 3 months and you know we have different seasons here and so basically what she's trying so she's basically um you know advising everyone to just wear and choose 33 items per season so yeah that's kind of where my journey began
1: did you try to have your own budget
0: so i did right before coronavirus (laughs) now
1: i can't even use
0: the 33 <laughs> items I, because i never I remember go out. you purging but i didn't know that you were able to, to come up with like
1: only 33
0: um it what was is it, Just it was um i had about 40 items not 33 uh,
1: including not
0: exactly 33. yeah not exactly 33 including uh two purses and four shoes so i I'm not big into accessories anyway. So everything else is like part of my clothing items. So yeah, it's a lot of clothes still. But, but yeah. This,
1: did, it, did it actually require you to, to purge the rest outside of the 40? Because I've heard of Project 3 but I never really practiced it or attended to at least. So can you share with us? Yes,
0: with absolutely. So, um yeah, like I said in the previous episode, I love shopping. <laughs> I still do. We all do. <laughs> we all do. And, you know, um I have, and I'm sorry for being blatantly honest, so I do have storage boxes for different clothes for different seasons, right? So I've... I've done the Marie Kondo way. I folded them (laughs) and stored them (laughs) nicely. (laughs) But (laughs) it's still too much. So um, I still have boxes for different seasons. And I felt like Courtney Carver is trying to say that you don't need to have different season clothes. Like here, just so you get an idea on how. The seasons go into wardrobe and expression in terms of decoration. So winter season is more about neutral colors like the blacks and whites. And then when you go to spring, you know, the flower starts blooming. The tree starts, um, the leaves starts growing back. And so it's more like the pastel colors. And then you go into summer, the heat is on. <laughs> so it's more vibrant um fuchsia pink you know all the vibrant colors and then you go to fall you mellow down it's like the brown the neutral brown beige and so you know every season (laughs) I've accumulated all these different (laughs) clothes and different colors and so that's where I got my collection of clothes, which are always, you know, most of them are stored. And most of them, I, to be honest, I've never worn them every year because I had too much, even though I'll put them out for different seasons, it's, I still am not able to use them. So I think um, this basically influenced me not only in organizing my clothes but really like purging and thinking about yes it does spark joy but do I really need it do I really do I really want it is it something that I truly need in my life so more than just I guess spark, (laughs) (gasps) then spark joy it's another layer to add to that thinking how it adds value to my life because I spend a lot of time um, organizing my clothes and I feel like I'm really overwhelmed whenever I do that. Like, oh, this is for fall. Oh, this is for summer. Oh, this is for spring. And like, it's, it's, because, it's too much. Yeah, it is too much and it's added stress. Um, and so I think that's how I basically started applying you know the Marie Kondo way. The minimalism lifestyle is to purge um, my wardrobe first of all, because I I felt like I had too much, so I started letting go and donating a lot of items or sending them to my family in the yeah. Philippines. Cause, but only for the summer clothes. For the rest, I can't send it to. Yeah, we can share it. Here. Yeah. <laughs> and so I had, had <laughs> a, so I had to donate them so yeah so that's uh where i started applying decluttering in my closet and then actually just you know to get into how i've applied this so i went into my Fall decorations for home because I started watching right around fall last year, and I was like, I had to, I have too much pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> too much pumpkin. um, yeah, <laughs> for my decorations, like, I literally have no place for everything. And yeah. so I was like, this is absurd, it's becoming <laughs> really mm-hmm. unmanageable, and I yeah, so I started purging my decorations to um, my Christmas decorations. I think um, it was uh, also an enlightening moment where, you know, my husband and I, our family went to a friend's house for dinner around Christmas time. And my friend had this amazing Christmas lights outside their home. And it's so beautiful, and so you know, it feels so nice. And it's winter time, so I don't know. It's just the weather and the lights. It gives you like so cozy. Yeah, it's so cozy. It gives you that Christmas feel. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And so when we went home, I was like trying to convince my husband. And it's just to tell you, it's so hard to put up Christmas lights on your roof. And she had that, my friend had that. So, um,
1: and especially when you have a big house, right?
0: Yes. So hard to decorate. Yes. And so when you have a tall, taller house, right? So Mm -hmm. maybe a two story house, so it's really difficult. And some people would hire somebody to put up their lights. That means it's going to cost you something, not only to buy the lights, but for somebody else to put up your lights and put them down right and so i was trying to convince my husband and he's like why (laughs) so Uh my husband is more the minimalist in decoration (laughs) aspect than i am and so he's like why
1: it seems that men are more minimalists than us
0: <laughs> not does. in every aspect, not in every oh, yeah. aspect
1: but they they don't they don't see any sense in decorations and excess bags and clothing My husband has
0: more shoe collection than I do, and oh. so yeah, he has more than double the amount of shoes that I have, so I a won't sneaker. necessarily yes, he's a sneaker head, and so. <laughs> I think, yeah, but in terms of decoration, I just realized that, why? Like, I don't need it. We don't need those lights. I'm not going to risk my husband's life climbing (laughs) up the roof just (laughs) to put up those Christmas tree to what? To impress who, you know? So so you
1: started questioning
0: your intention behind that Exactly. And so, yeah. And so the same way I applied the same to my pantry my kitchen our home office the kids play area my even my bathroom (laughs) because i Uh i've been storing a lot of items under the uh in the vanity cabinets and so you know like it's just i'm in the season of purging like every in every aspect of my home and it's been like a Continuous process for me, where mm-hmm. I'm applying what I'm. I've been learning from Mary Kondo, from the Minimalist, from Courtney Carver, and mm-hmm. um, one other mom that's been influencing me. Um, she's called Abundant Life with Less. So she's mm-hmm. into you know for for kids, for family, and how you apply minimalism Uh uh-huh i haven't heard of abundant life with less yeah she's pretty good and she gives um, a whole different perspective in the aspect of family so that's Mm. that's good how about you how have you decluttered
1: uh it's a process yeah so at first i had to let go of the excess and then since I had money problems, I was able to also earn money in exchange. Mm-hmm. But I only sold a few items like I sold my camera that I didn't really use. I only used it for a trip. The things that you you know you buy because just because you felt like. <laughs> um, right. I also let go of some of some branded bags. That's that you know, that we had value, even just for a couple of thousand bucks in peso, and then um, I I also did read Mary Kondo's part joy book, but I how did I you got find that? More of, um, it it's more of organizing your stuff, so I not letting go. On, uh, yeah, a bit of letting go, but. But the idea is, I think, it's more of, you know, okay, you, you have two bags in your hands. Does it spark joy? Well, if it sparks joy, but, but then if it's one of those things that you just store just in case you need it, it still won't make any sense. Because it, right. it's not like you're really going to use it for everyday. It's just in case there's a party, there, just in case there's a, a beach trip, things like that. Just in case, I I feel like I'm going, I feel like going to the gym to to exercise. So, uh,
0: is it going to the gym
1: to, Sorry. for me? For me? This just I'm in very case? lazy. <laughs> sorry, I'm very lazy. <laughs> that was funny I have to me. Yeah, I'm very lazy. So it's like okay, I I bought a new um, gym bag. How many times would I really use it? Who am I kidding? Things like that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I let go of many things: clothes, bags, shoes. I also um, donated some of my um, some of the clothes from you know college days that for some reason I still kept. Uh, I still kept in in my room. I let go of stuffed toys. I started throwing out papers. I don't know about you, but did you have also this this practice where you know you store the papers, you store documents, or papers that you think ah I would maybe someday I need this.
0: Yes, I, that's a good point. I actually had to purge our yeah, I I still need to do more of that because I saw. Uh-huh. Feel- the paper bills that, you know, just in yeah, case yeah. I might need it. Um, yes. And like my son going to school, like he brings home this book, <laughs> paperwork that he's done. <laughs> oh, I want to look back. Maybe I'm going to exactly. look at it. Yeah. So <laughs> we've been storing lots of paper, which, you know, you have to let go of. Mm-hmm. And
1: I think the number one challenge during the clattering was my mother being very mm. against it because cause I think um, the, el- the elders <laughs> um, they have more attachment to it for some reason they want to keep old cups plates uh, curtains <laughs> pillows <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> but, but um, most of, of the parents that I know I think they like keeping all this stuff and um, when she saw me just letting go of of all the things even though some some are very precious for her but no longer for me she was very much against it that she had to like secretly get my stuff (laughs) and store it again somewhere
0: oh Uh that's rough no i i can totally relate so Mm. and i guess just to like put things in perspective for majority of the people not just the elderly so like what i see like in our community and when i say that i think it relates to a village uh-huh. in the philippines like a subdivision so um in our community what i see it is that most people park their cars outside of their garage mm-hmm. <laughs> so we, we all have a uh, for, I think, for almost every home in our community, we have two car garages. So, all of them park, lots of them park their cars outside because their garage is actually becoming their storage for all of the things they've accumulated. <laughs> like, oh, no. like seriously, seriously, like, it, it is. Um, And I think that's one thing me and my husband were on the same page about is that whenever, you know, we got a house, we'll make sure that garage is for the cars because that's what
1: it's made for. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Not,
0: not for to store our things. And so I yeah. think um living in this home for almost four years now, we we've, we've managed to do that. I do have some of my <laughs> home decorations in our garage, but it's not as bad as it used to so yeah it's and just and it's just progress. just to put things in perspective so it's not just the elderly but I also find that you know for a lot of older folks it's just so hard to change your mindset because you bought that like it, how the material thing has taken a hold of you right like you own this like it's so hard to let go so we understand that, right Connie, this journey has not been like an easy overnight mm-hmm. fix. Oh, we've decluttered it like it's yep. it's a complete change in mindset where, you know, we we intentionally like went into all our things and think about, do I really need this? Does mm-hmm. this, this add value to my life? Am I just gonna store this for the next three years and it will not see the light of day? And so, (laughs) just really, I think thinking about all of that.
1: I think sorry, the first time I I got into a very small accident. Oh, Um, yeah, it's okay. Uh, I had this this um dent. It's a bad dent. At the back of the car when mm-hmm. the yeah. first petrol because i was already like maybe a couple of years into minimalism i felt so bad for maybe give it like 30 minutes i felt so bad like i i, I didn't know what to do with it but then i thought to myself it's a car what do you expect is it is it um did, did, did I expect it to be scratch-free for the rest of, of my life? Like, it happens. Accidents happen. What's important is you're safe. Uh, you have to detach yourself from from any material possession. I know it's very hard to do, but, like, if it's going to affect you, like, is it worth it? It's a car. You can It can be replaced. It can be repaired. But health and one safety, is more important than that. So right, yeah, I totally process. agree. Mm-hmm.
0: Because I think, um, so when you start digging into minimalism, you have like this concept and idea, oh, my house should look like this, or you have this certain attachment to the things that you own. And I think mm-hmm. that's important to make note of that it's just um, a material thing so for example um you know like that wardrobe thing oh i'm going to own just 30 things right mm-hmm. and it's not about the numbers at all yep <laughs> you know when you wear clothes they're going to tear there's you know you have to replace it at some point it's a material it's thing it's yes and so we have nothing lasts forever in the material world so we have Definitely. to be mindful of that aspect that we shouldn't attach our emotions to any material possession. And if we do, I think it's more of a question of why. Why Why do we put such importance to this particular thing? And it's a good thing that you thought about that, Connie, because I ran into two car accidents, which mm-hmm. I'm not at fault, okay? <laughs> Last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. And whenever... And my husband just got his new car um, back in October, and I think I got hit right around December. Somebody was rushing and wasn't looking. I, we were on a complete stop, and <laughs> and then she all of a sudden bumped to my car, to my husband's car, and I was like, I knew I shouldn't have brought this car <laughs> because we just got it, barely and you like felt two so months. Bad. Yeah, I yeah. did, I did, and I was like, I called him, I'm so sorry, I shouldn't have brought yeah, your yeah, car yeah. today, and so he's like, it's just a car, I'm glad you're safe, I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm so glad to have a husband that thinks oh, of me more, more. <laughs> I know, because I was just like, it's a car that he really likes, like, we waited, he waited for such a long time, he had, has, like, an 18-year-old car in we just replace it right and so i'm like oh my goodness <laughs> what happened but he's like it's it's just a car <laughs> so that's, that's such a good car yep. yes so it's such a good perspective yeah. i'm like oh thank god that that's his perspective i didn't have, <laughs> yes he's not upset or anything yeah so
1: yeah so how have we applied minimalism in in our lives? Aside from the uh, I think one one thing also that I improved on is my spending habits. I mm-hmm. started by only what's enough and only the essentials. Um, to me, it's, it's now experience over mater- material possessions. Like, it doesn't have to be you don't need to be miserable if you're practicing minimalism i would still you know buy concert tickets no matter how expensive it is if if i really want to see that that person live but like for example if if you make me pick between um at traveling and uh um, a good bag a nice bag that i'm really dreaming of I'd rather be traveling, experience mm-hmm. it with loved ones, with friends, than, you know, a very expensive bag that would just cause me a lot of stress. <laughs> because, it, you know, <laughs> once, it once um, for example, I, I poured, like, accidentally a sauce over it or something stained, then I'd get pissed, you know, I'd get so upset upset because it's 90,000 pesos and we're talking about the never full bag. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much I like it, right? How much I want it. Yes, But I you, do think I mean, I'll ever buy it.
0: <laughs> you can! I told you. Next year, maybe.
1: <laughs> but this is what I friends think- do. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's just so expensive just thinking of how how much how much is it again in the US? Is it sixty thousand pesos? I think
0: it's about twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, like one thousand two hundred dollars. So it's around sixty thousand pesos. yeah,
1: it's so hard to earn sixty thousand. <laughs> but
0: it's but it's even more expensive <laughs> when you buy it locally, right? Like yeah, it's around uh,
1: eighty thousand. That's pesos, crazy. That's yeah. thirty thousand. So so um, I'm just so yep.
0: As I, mm-hmm. I, and i think i just wanted to add that you know being a minimalist doesn't mean you can't have nice things i think for the most part and this is what i don't want people to get into right like minimalism mm-hmm. means everything nice so there are other articles coming out that are against minimalism because they're saying minimalism is only for the rich people right? Because mm-hmm. you have to have the, the best furniture so that it won't go out of fashion. You have mm-hmm. to have the best clothes so it never goes out of style and stuff like that. It's not minimalism. And I know that mm-hmm. um, there are mm-hmm. lines that came out mm-hmm. which are never buy clothes from them. And I just want to tell everybody that I do have clothes I bought on sale and I Mm -hmm. still am using them Um, so for example right when I got to the US of course I went to an old Navy store it was sale (laughs) (laughs) and and I got a corduroy pants for the winter time it's black it was on sale it was a dollar maybe a dollar and 67 cents like mm-hmm. it was on clearance, and then it ended up costing me like two two bucks, right? And so I still am able to use it until now. Well, don't now, there there, wow. there was a year when I couldn't because I had a baby, but there was there. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: but you're always
0: fit, <laughs> but after like when I got back to my pre-pregnancy weight, so I was able to use it again. But I'm still using it like actively every winter. And so I think we shouldn't equate quality of an item with a price tag. Because this is what it appears like, right? Like, oh, when it's expensive, it must be quality, it must be good. Mm -hmm. It's not always the case. So you can buy quality items for less too. So it's just something to keep in mind when going to minimalism because like me personally and I think I went through all of like everything in my home, right? Like um, I've purged a lot of things and I've kept a lot of things too, but it's more about what, what value it adds to your life and not about how much you bought it for or... How little you bought it for
1: This reminds me of like um, the Louboutin pumps because it's expensive right? I think it's what's around that like, Maybe a Christian Louboutin. Oh yeah 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 okay but I've heard that that uh, it's not really comfortable to wear, but still women buy them. <laughs> I just don't get the point.
0: I think it's like $600. Um, I'm such a cheapskate when it comes to shoes. Because it gets dirty all the time. And so I think my husband laughs at me whenever I tell him that. Because he's like, (laughs) I mentioned he's a sneakerhead. So his shoes are far more expensive than mine, for (laughs) sure. So I always get my shoes on sale. Like Mm -hmm. It never goes more than 40 bucks I typically get my shoes for like 25 Mm dollars I that yeah even like with my son he my husband would buy him a Jordan for like 70 bucks and I would like really tell him not to do that again because it just doesn't make sense sense. yeah and he's gonna grow out of it like in exactly in six months and so
1: I wish we had this room
0: I just want to add, too, that I got, like, uh, a pair of boots on sale, and it's suede, and it's aerosol. <laughs> I bought mm. it my first winter here, and it wasn't that expensive at all. It's probably around 40, $40 or $50. I think my max is around 50 to 70 Like <laughs> I try not
1: to go... It is. Yes,
0: it is, and so I still use it. Like, it's one of the nicest boots I have, and I've used it for wow. eight years. I don't, I
1: don't
0: have yeah, that. and so yeah, so I think we shouldn't equate minimalism with the, mm-hmm. not the um, or the privilege, because there are some. Hate articles? I'm not sure if I should call it hate articles that, oh, minimalism is just for the rich or for the privileged.
1: Like uh, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> He's one of those, right, who, who wears the same shirt every day because he doesn't want to spend so much time thinking about his wardrobe.
0: That's a good point. Not only Steve Jobs too. Not only Mark, right? Yeah. And even yeah. like Barack Obama. Mm, I, I think watch. he wore uh, two different colors of... Um, what do you call it? <laughs> His coat uh, every um, time.
1: So Suit? Is it not the suit?
0: Yeah, I think it is... It's his suit. It's more just gray and navy, and those are the two colors he wore when he was still the president of the United States. So,
1: and it's well, if you're into aesthetics, I think they have this impression that when, that you only can wear like neutral colors or black and white, mm-hmm. black white gray. Mm-hmm. If you wanna practice minimalism, but it's actually for me, again, I said it's it's more the aesthetics, more than how it looks. It's um, I I'd, I'd rather pick clothes that are very comfortable mm-hmm. to wear than how it looks like on
0: Yes, so, for sure. So I think so, um, mm-hmm. that's also like a misconception, right? Like that you have to wear only the basic colors (laughs) and yeah Yeah. i mean yes black never goes out of style and um Mm. it's classic you know but also i think um i've read one article where this person became a minimalist quote unquote for like four years in her wardrobe right so she's like Mm -hmm. an art the same colors gray white black for four oh. years and then all of a sudden after four years she's just tired of it because it shouldn't be about aesthetics like yeah so i agree with that because it's a minimalism is a lifestyle like you find what gives your life value and you yeah you do that and if that changes Every year that's fine too, right? Like yeah. things that you like might change year year on year, so
1: like like um, I think the first piece of clothing that I bought after getting myself into minimalism was a pair of bougie, bougie shirts. But mm-hmm. I I actually love this brand because it doesn't have any brand I I sorry, any logo. So they're against right. it. And aside from, from the aesthetics, it's so comfortable to wear. Like uh, I don't like wearing um, fit clothes. Uh, I like loose mm-hmm. clothes, and that's why I love that the brand. But it's not really just about um, how it's perceived per se. Like it's more than that. It's really comfort for me when it comes to clothing and i think doing minimalism also brings lots of benefits in, in our lives right
0: yes for sure like
1: for you what what are the benefits that um so far minimalism has brought life?
0: i think it's less First of all, less stress mm-hmm. with the things I have to organize because yes. I have less things to organize. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I find that financially, it's adding positivity to our financial goals, right? Mm-hmm. So I find that I have more because I shop less and that's that's. A good thing, and I think i've also been into you know going green, having less trash, and
1: You're more the more uh-huh.
0: of the environmental impact too Grace. of what I buy, and so I think those those are the benefits that i I've been seeing okay. mm-hmm. I mean it's also teaching me continuously how to be content right like. Mm-hmm. Being intentional with my finances or even like how I spend my time, which which goes into digital minimalism, Mm -hmm. which I've recently discovered. And it's just (laughs) about being intentional with your time on your phone or social media or in the digital world, in YouTube or wherever it may be. On TV, so it's, I think, it's just helping me get uh, or be more productive in my life. I think, spending
1: more time with family,
0: yes, absolutely.
1: Okay, uh, for me, I'd say one of the benefits is having this change in perspective. Because, you know, when it comes mm-hmm. to the lifestyle, of course, you think, oh, I should only have a certain number of clothes, accessories, etc. But but minimalism doesn't really end at getting rid of excess stuff. It's a state of mind. Uh, it's not a set of rules, for me, at least. And uh, mm-hmm. so when I notice that I no longer care if others might stop mm. thinking of me a certain way i knew i was in the right direction cuz um i know i'm more than the clothes and bags i wear food i eat or car i drive um, it's it's all, it also brought me a lot of i got more into mindfulness cuz before <laughs> for some reason before i didn't want to be seen riding any public utility I don't know why. (laughs) I think it's it's the culture mindset,
0: culture. Yeah, Mm
1: because we we live in a province, and um, one of my uncles have a great. I think he is he has this impact or influence that you know when when he drives us to the city. Like for example, I still remember this this um one time we went to Makati. And then it was my first time. Then he showed me around, and then he said he pointed to the landmark mall. Because back mm-hmm. then it was it wasn't just Greenbelt and glorieta, right? You would see it, uh, a large logo of landmark. Then he told me, "You see that? That's where the rich shop their stuff, shop shop for their stuff." <laughs> so I li- it's like you know these little things that it's adults tell you when you're little. <laughs>
0: It became yeah. becomes ingrained in your yeah in your mind. Yeah, that
1: you For are sure. more. I hate to say this, but like you're more res- respect. Is it respectable or you? They they respect you more if if you're you shop there or, or <laughs> you up. you drive than riding a bus, riding a jeep. When you arrive in a party and you don't uh, arrive using a riding a tricycle <laughs> you know it's That's like so yeah so when i uh i don't know now i love it i love um doing instagram stories while i'm inside a tricycle and you know i feel the air blowing in my face uh, the noise i appreciate it now as in it's-
0: that's good. I just want to say that there are certain states in the US where you can't go anywhere without a car. Oh uh, yeah. And that's where we are at. Mm-hmm. And so my husband and I we both need cars to go to our workplace. I think it's a different And so it. it's a necessity, assess- right? Yeah. And so I think it's when I used to live in Singapore, of course I take the public transportation all the time. It's so expensive In taxi, though. if I have... To.
1: I heard it's so expensive to get a car in Singapore.
0: Yeah, it, it is, definitely. Mm-hmm. But, you know, where public transport is accessible, mm-hmm. it there's nothing wrong with using those.
1: Yeah. Here in the Philippines, oh. I don't know why there's this mindset that, you know... There's that,
0: just like a stigma yeah, yeah, yeah. that,
1: oh, you're not rich enough to yeah, I that. have your own
0: car or something like that like your status is it's based on but <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah but actually you know when you concern really when you got to the bottom of that like what are you concerned about like mm-hmm. how others perceive you, you? Mm-hmm. yeah like why 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 would you concern about that i think um in terms of clothing and that's where You know, they say we put our creative, that's like our creative outlet. You get Mm -hmm. creative with your clothing, you appear a certain way, Mm -hmm. you know, people have a certain impression, but Courtney Carver, and as you know, I'm drawn to her because I'm into clothes and stuff, Mm -hmm. Um, she's like, she has a case where I think somebody she knows wore the same red shirt for a year Mm -hmm. at her workplace and nobody even noticed (laughs) because in reality nobody else noticed but you I guess you know like people who are close to you your closest friends your real friends might comment here and there but absolutely they are your if they're absolutely your friends then you shouldn't have to worry about what they think of you or like why you're doing this because they're your friends. And for others, like it doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think we should also be less concerned about how other people perceive us. And I think minimalism is a journey that helps us go through that process to through mm-hmm. and sort it out. Sort out the way we think about things and material things.
1: Yep, and also speaking of Courtney, so in her book "Soulful Simplicity," um, the most important lesson that I learned from from her is that it's totally fine to slow down with your career. Because mm. uh, I built my life around my job, and I would, you know, prioritize it over anything and anyone. Uh, in Courtney's case, she was diagnosed with MS, right? And she was right. she was workaholic. So uh, I realized there's life outside work. <laughs> uh, it's not worth it to, to run over people and ruin relationships just because of an oh ambition. It's not that, but it it's not that I lost my my passion for my job. I just now know that there's more to life than work.
0: And That's <laughs> a good point, but... That doesn't mean we're not hard workers yes we are. Yes, we I know, are. <laughs> honey. It's not it doesn't mean slacking at work. That's different. Definitely. We we don't slack at work. Mm-hmm. It just means that you don't have to be like on the go pursuing your career all the time. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. you can, you know, take things slow. That's fine too. So, it's not about being Slacking at work, so just just apply. And it's okay
1: to let go of over planning the future, right? You have to really start living in the present, because it's just adding more stress. This mm-hmm. this um tendency to control all the things happening in your life. I don't know if this is still minimalism or stoicism, but <laughs> sometimes I <laughs> mix them up. Um what else for for relationships as well uh and maybe personal on a personal level i always had this hunger of being validated and liked I, i would you know cling my life to a partner but along this journey i realized that taking care of and loving myself should be my top priority um um, your well-being is a top priority Exactly. Right. in the past I think I, I didn't do that I didn't practice that for so many years so when I started focusing more on me I got rid of this longing for, for validation but although sometimes I still do it it's hard to, to, to um, break the cycle sometimes but um, we're
0: humans so right. it happens but as,
1: as long as we it's a progress right as long as we improve but uh, when I started getting rid of, of this longing for validation, as I said, it's, it's some I can see that it strengthened my relationships. And uh, now, I have a very small but strong circle of friends. Because even, even with friendship, you know, I, I, I had this uh, longing for, I wanted everybody to be my friend at work, well, <laughs> school, I don't know why, if. If it's the inner child issue.
0: <laughs> um. Don't worry, I feel <laughs> the same way. I used to be the same way. You know, like exactly the same. Like for, I want to please, yeah, yeah. please everybody.
1: Doing things for people even though it doesn't feel good to you. So, so um, I think the, the most benefit so far is that I started questioning myself. I asked mm-hmm. if I'm not all these things anymore, then what am I? And that I'm still trying to find out. Maybe, maybe I won't be able to know, but I'm perfectly fine with it. So
0: that's good.
1: Do you want to add anything?
0: Um, I think just that. For me, it's more like learning to be content with what you have Mm -hmm. and being intentional. I think it also Uh changed my life in a sense that Uh I find more time for the things that I love. Like this podcast, right? Like who would think that we can do this? (laughs) You! and (laughs) (laughs) I just thought it's... A more productive use of our time and so you know um so i'm able to find and have time for the things that i love like playing with my son or reading books and investigating on things i'm interested in spiritually Mm -hmm. and so like things like that it definitely frees a lot of space um, not only in my mind, in my finances, mm-hmm. and it's less stress on my health. So, it's definitely a holistic
1: mm-hmm.
0: benefit to our, you know, well-being. It's
1: like a chain reaction. Wow, you the so holistic. <laughs> <I know. laughs> now the podcast title makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so to to end this episode, let's share now our quotable quote. I have one from the minimalists. (laughs) Okay. The ones who started it all for me. (laughs) So it's very simple. Simplification begets intentionality. That's it. So with minimalism, we don't take people and things for granted. And once we have simplified our lives, we will become capable of seeing the world with different eyes, taking in all the details, the good, and the bad. And I think that's when we begin to to question our actions and desires. What's our intention behind those desires and actions?
0: Mm, That's beautiful.
1: Mm -hmm. I love the minimalists, but now I no longer listen to them. (laughs) I still
0: listen from time to time. I think we've gotten a lot of the benefits. So Yep, yeah, definitely. It's a good thing. It's, a, yeah. it's
1: been a two-year or three-year journey. Three
0: For me, it's just been like maybe less than a year. So I'm still working on a lot of things. But, but
1: you've improved a lot on, yeah. on a lot of
0: aspects. I of think that. so. I think so.
1: How about your quote what? of quote?
0: Okay, I've contemplated on this. I think I have two. Yeah.
1: Okay, sorry. Sure.
0: Instead of no just problem. one, um, I know that when I started the minimalism journey, you know, I'm a Christian, and I said, "Well, is there minimalism in the Bible?" <laughs> or there? Well, I found there's so many things Jesus really? had to say about your wow. finances. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so, one thing that I want to quote is from Luke. Twelve fifteen, where jesus said then he said to them watch out be on your guard against all kinds of greed life does not consist in an abundance of possessions yeah. so you know it's just basically saying there's more to life than than the material things and we should always be mindful of greed it's
1: very scary
0: it is like you want more 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 and you have to ask why do you want more and be intentional and another quote that i want to share is it's just something i found online um Mm -hmm. and it resonated with me so well because i think like i said i've just been less within less than a year Mm -hmm. on this journey and so I'm still in the pruning process, in the grooming process. And so she said, wanting less is far better blessing than having more. It's from Mary Ellen Edmonds. And so, you so know, the, I think when you grow and incorporate minimalism in your life, it, it's become a lifestyle. You start to want less. And that's definitely such a blessing because in this world, everybody wants more. Everybody wants the bigger house, the newer car, the Mm -hmm. trendy clothes. And yeah, and so it's definitely a blessing if you want less, right?
1: Yep, and media is a very dangerous tool nowadays. Cause, um the commercials right the advertisement it's all about consumerism yeah, okay.
0: the marketing all of those are marketing strategies to get your money always right. remember your financial plans guys the minimalism
1: war <laughs> okay. you
0: but that... they're not
1: after your well-being <laughs> they're after profit, <laughs> <Company> profit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah for sure yeah
1: and and what you said is really true um don't feel bad if you feel like you haven't purged a lot or you you're um you still haven't improved that much as as um you expected at first. It's it's totally fine. Uh you don't have to stress so much over the, the process. So
0: And that's what we actually want to eliminate the stress. Exactly. So don't be <laughs> under pressure into oh I need to do this like now. Mm-hmm. No. It's <laughs> It's a process. Yep. It's a lifestyle. You grow into it. It's a journey that you have to take day by
1: day. Yep. Uh, your quote says one thing less, right? One thing less is more than...
0: Yes. It's far better blessing yep. than having more. Yep.
1: Always remember that.
0: Okay. And that's it for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to our podcast and if you have any questions, suggestions you can find us on Anchor too Mm -hmm. where you can leave voice messages right Connie, if they have any topic suggestions I will set that up for us I think I'll have
1: to for people to leave their messages Mm -hmm.
0: and then as usual we're going to add all of our sources and people we look too in terms of minimalism on our description on our podcast okay so thanks everyone for joining thank you and this has been Tony until next time and Leona until next
1: time bye guys